If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. Welcome to The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. I went to New York University. I did not go to any of the great New York SUNY schools, but I have a lot of friends and a lot of family members that did. SUNY Albany, SUNY New Paltz. Go down the list, and uh, I know someone that went to a SUNY and got a great education there. So I've always been impressed with the SUNY school system. It's a great education at a great price. But what they are doing now is nothing short of outrageous, and I hope that we're able to raise enough public awareness about this to put a stop to this. The 64-campus SUNY College System, that's the State University of New York, is telling incoming freshmen at all of its colleges that they will have to pass a new diversity, equity, inclusion, and social justice-themed class to earn a diploma. According to SUNY documents, the new college racial equity courses must describe the historical and contemporary societal factors that shape the development of individual and group identity involving race, class, and gender. The courses must analyze the role that complex networks of social structures and systems play in the creation and perpetuation of the dynamics of power, privilege, oppression, and opportunity, and apply the principles of rights, access, equity, and autonomous participation to past, current, or future social justice action. I can understand if you are studying uh, a subject like uh, African-American studies or civil rights that you might want to make students take a course like this. But if you're studying medicine or engineering, is this really necessary? This sort of mandated equity training flies in the face of goals for racial equity. This is absolutely crazy. SUNY is one of the best university systems in the country, and why they're doing this is beyond me. And I think this is going to lead a lot of SUNY college students to thinking that America is a racist country, when the fact is, it's not. I hope enough people raise objections to this that SUNY changes their tune. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WAB. Frank Morano. What do you think of when you think of the date November 22nd? Well, I imagine if you're like the vast majority of people listening to me right now, you think that that was the day President Kennedy was assassinated. And it certainly was. It's an assassination that a lot of people still have questions about. It's an assassination that's still being debated. It's an assassination where they're still fighting to keep many of the records related to it secret. And yet in New Jersey, from now on, it will be kimchi day. I am not joking. November 22nd, 1963 was the day that President Kennedy was assassinated. Yet this week, the New Jersey General Assembly 
thoughtlessly passed a resolution naming November 22nd after the Korean food dish kimchi. I am not joking. And so far, only uh, Assemblymember Brian Bergen, a Republican from Morris County, has raised objections to this. And I don't believe that the Senate has weighed in on this. So far, it's just an assembly resolution. But usually when one house passes it, the other house sort of passes it pro forma. And I am waiting on the other New Jersey state legislators. And I know that we have several that listen to this show in the Senate and the Assembly to reach out to their colleagues in the Senate, especially Senate President Nicholas Scatari and say this is not appropriate. What would be wrong with, as Brian Bergen suggests, naming January 13th as Korean Americans Day? To take the, there's only been four presidents assassinated in U.S. history, and to take one of the most somber days in American history and turn it into a state holiday for kimchi makes zero sense, and I hope the Senate puts a stop to this. Beam me up! To be continued. The other side of midnight. Local spotlight. Well, Governor Kathy Hochul unveiled her state budget yesterday, her executive budget, which is a kind of a starting point for negotiations. She will hash it out with the legislature. They'll negotiate. And this is just, you know, a rough draft, as it were. And she claims that some of the highlights include the fact that there are no new taxes. We'll not be raising income taxes because it's not a newsflash that New Yorkers already believe they pay too much. Well, this might be a George H.W. Bush situation because there are new taxes. Not only is she proposing an extension of the corporate tax increase that went into effect, but she's proposing raising payroll taxes. Now, states love to raise payroll taxes because it makes the employer collect the taxes instead of the government. It makes them the bad guy, and voters don't hold the politicians accountable. They hold their employer accountable. The other aspect of uh, what she's doing to save the MTA is is casino gambling. Now, you can't explain this one to me because all the gambling money by statute in this state is supposed to go to education. But somehow there's a magic pot of money, even though it's earmarked for education, is going to be going to the MTA. That's interesting. One thing I do want to praise Governor Hochul for, though, is the fact that she is proposing a lifting of the cap of charter schools in New York City. I know a lot of people have strong opinions about this, and I get it. But not only does this make sound financial sense, because they cost the city and the state less to run. But I think if you ask a lot of the parents that have their children in charter schools and are doing well, instead of failing public schools, which unfortunately exist in a lot of different parts of the city, they would say they're getting a better education. But aside from that, there should be no state cap. Let New York City decide on its own how many charter schools we want. This should not be something for Albany to wave a magic wand and determine what we can do for ourselves. So while I'm not crazy about the tax increases and the casino gambling funding MTA problems, I am happy about lifting the cap on charter schools. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Well, nominations are open for this year's inductees into the National Radio Hall of Fame. And the way I understand this works is they allow anybody, people that work in radio, people that listen to the radio, people who are members of the public, 
to make nominations of anybody that they believe should be in the National Radio Hall of Fame. And then they narrow it down to 24 or 25 final nominees. And then I think existing Hall of Famers get to vote on those nominees. I submitted an entry a couple of hours ago for someone who has left an indelible mark on the New York and the national radio landscape for over three decades. Obviously, I am biased because he's a friend and in some respects a mentor and certainly a colleague, but I nominated Curtis Sliwa. The way I think this works is the more nominations they get, the more likely it is that that person will be on the ballot for the Hall of Fame this year. So I have just put up a link to the National Radio Hall of Fame nomination form on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash moranofan. That's facebook.com slash M-O-R-A-N-O-Fan. And I see the numbers of people that are listening right now. Uh, We have tens of thousands on a slow morning. People listening right now just in the New York area. And if even 10% of you were to join me in nominating Curtis Lewa, I have a feeling that would dwarf any of the other nominations coming in. I can't think of anybody that's more deserving. I can't think of anybody that's more talented. And I can't think of anybody whose history of doing so many different things in the radio business merits his inclusion in the Radio Hall of Fame. So please join me. Go to facebook.com slash MoranoFan and fill out a form nominating Curtis Lewa for the National Radio Hall of Fame. Beam me up! To be continued.